going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Welcome back to the mailbag. Ed Bird, Salt, Jake Simone. You may notice that my voice is not what it normally is. My voice is shot. My voice is completely shot. I, it could be laryngitis. It could be something. I don't know. I'm doing this podcast anyway because this is the mailbag. And I don't miss the mailbags for anything. Come hell or high water. I've had it for the last day and a half now. And yeah, it's very bad. You may have noticed we did not have a waiver show this week. And people could be saying, well, where the fuck was the waiver show? Well, it's because I could not speak. So here we are. Jake, how was your week, sir? Hey, you know, it's good. It's good. Uh, not as shitty as some others. So it was good. I um, I do. I, I, got, I have to be very gentle with what I'm about to say, because I know I could ruffle some feathers here. Monday. Yeah. Monday night. Not good. Oh, oh, no. for you, for, for you. Yeah. 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 Awful, actually. Yeah. No, that was. That was pretty awful. Twenty nine. Yeah. Is it possible he can get twenty nine? Hmm. Yeah. Try 40. Jake, how about we do this? If we ever if we ever do a Monday night recording ever again, we just won't speak of the game. We won't speak of it. No, and Latavius Murray is fucking useless in fantasy football. Just so everyone knows before we start, I, there, there might be a question on him. He is useless. Just we're just putting that out there now. Useless. Latavius Murray is fucking useless. That's the that's the story. <laughs> well, the good news is we have twelve listeners that need their questions answered, and one of them does include Latavius Murray. So when we get to that question. You can have your little moment to tell this uh, this manager that Latavius Murray is fucking useless. Yeah, with pleasure. So you know the way it goes by now. We have 12 questions this week. Thank you again to everyone who sent questions. And, of course, keep sending those questions. We're going to be doing this every week for the rest of the fantasy season. As you know, this is the new thing that everyone seems to love. Everyone loves mailbag. So here we are. Uh, we have 12 questions, and then, of course, at the end, once we get through all the questions, we have our starts of the week. So, Jake, as we normally do, pick a number. Number seven, my good sir. Number seven. Lucky seven. Okay, this comes from Leonard. Uh, Jake, where's Leonard from? Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. Beautiful. Leonard says, start two non-PPR. Cooks, Brandon Cooks. Amari Cooper, T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, and Emmanuel Sanders. Non-PPR. All right. Cooper, you have to set it and forget it. So there's one. I'm going to go with Claypool against Seattle defense. I think he catches a bomb. I, Emmanuel Sanders is is really getting close for me as a must-start every week, I must say, with Josh yeah. Allen. He's getting there. This is a, This is actually a tough one. Uh, Cooper is one, but then the second option is, is pretty tough. I do like T. Higgins matchup against the, the Detroit Lions. I think he scores, but I mean, you're getting a piece of Sunday night with Claypool, and you could get a piece of Monday night with Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, those are the two that I would be going on. Um, I think the safer floor is uh, is Claypool, so I'm gonna go with Claypool as well. So for me, it's Cooper and Chase Claypool, the two that I would go for. All right, seven done. Let's go with number three. Number three. This comes from Joe. Joe is from Queen, uh, Queens, New York. 
Joe needs to start three. B. Cole Harden, who we'll get to. Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, Kadarius Tony, Julio Jones, half point PPR. Miko well, Hardman, of course, operating yeah. on the assumption that Tyreek Hill may not play. As of time of recording on Thursday, Tyreek Hill has not logged a single day of practice this week. So I'm, I'm checking my waiver wire right now. I did not know that. Yes. Excuse Tyreek me. Tyreek Hill has not logged a practice this week and is trending in the wrong direction for now. Interesting. Interesting. For now. So he's. I just need to go check. (laughs) Yes, he has to start three. I would go with the. Hmm, I'm not going. Allen Robinson for me is out. For me, I'm going with. I'm going with. uh, I'm going with Woods, Tony, Julio. That was it for me as well. That I think Tony. Tony's a. Tony's a possible league winner, man. I, I, I've been, I was a week early on Tony, which is always good to be a week early than a week late. Um, oh, yeah. So I would start him. I think Robert Woods is kind of back in that circle of trust um, with the Rams. I think, so mm-hmm. I think so. And if Julio plays, it's, it's a nice matchup against Buffalo, who is vulnerable he- against the pass outside of Tredavious White, who will be on A.J. Brown. So Julio, who logged a day of practice, right? Didn't he practice as of Wednesday? Yes, and, and he is now fully cleared as a full participant in practice on Thursday. And it looks like he's going to be going into Sunday's uh, Monday night with a, with no injury designation at all. So Julio will be good to go. Yeah. So you start him with, with no reservation. So I think those are the three obvious ones. I did not know Tyree kill had that injury designation. That is interesting. Um, it seems like everyone came out of that, um, that Sunday night game with the bills. Um, a little banged up and if this helps also joe and this just came into me uh alan robinson too did not practice on thursday so that's another that consecutive so day of alan robinson not being that at practice but i think that's just more of yeah. uh at this point not news washed yeah I, it, I, it, now do you think it is a quote-unquote injury or is it a quote-unquote trade um I think it's a bit of both, if I'm being quite honest. It just wasn't fa- – yeah, that, that whole situation just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a disaster. Please, please trade Allen Robinson. Please, God. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Jake and I both agree. It is Woods, Tony, and Jones for you, Joe. All right, three and seven, Jake, are gone. All right, let's go with number 12. Number 12, ironically enough, this comes from Allen. Not Robinson. Hopefully. I don't think so. Yep. Grade the trade. Allen gets Cordero Patterson as a running back and gives Robert Woods. I think Woods by a landslide. I'm sorry. I I cannot buy into Cordell Patterson. Just I I can't do it. Can't do it. Hmm. Can't do it. I'm sorry. I think it depends on what your receiver depth is. If you have, if you have another receiver that can step in for Woods, or you know, if that's like a flex sort of thing, I actually like Cordero Patterson as a flex more than I like Robert Woods. I don't. I would give it a B 
minus. Uh, I give it like a C, C plus. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't move the needle. I wouldn't say that you got completely hosed. I don't think you host him. I think it's if it fits your needs and that's like a flex, then okay. And he didn't give scoring either. I think if if it's if it's PPR, I I would say it's a bit more even. I would say it's a bit more even, but not yeah. non PP non PPR. I actually think I would like it for for the, for the Patterson end more than I would like it for the Woods end. All right, fair enough. If, but I don't have the information. Yeah. I don't have that information, unfortunately. All right, three seven. Oh, we forgot. We forgot to say where Alan was from. Jake, where's Alan from? Alan is from. Let's go with. Hmm. Let's go with. Uh. Bronx, New York. Let's just Bronx, New keep York. it here. Because Perfect. Aaron Boone, at home of Aaron Boone forever. Oh. And isn't, isn't it funny? They get rid of the guy that every Yankee fan liked in Phil Nevin. Yet they yeah. keep the guy that everyone wants fucking gone in Boone. Go figure. I think, Go figure. I think Phil Nevin lost a lot of the Yankee fans after that horrible third base coaching in the wild card game. Uh, yeah, I would think I would think so as well. But Boone is still a pussy. Any, anywho, um, three, seven, and... 12 are gone. Let's go with number one. Number one. This is from Steve. Steve is from uh, Steve from Austin, Texas. Steve says, pick one, half PPR, Dawson Knox or Dalton Schultz. Dawson Knox going up against Titans on Monday night. Dalton, Dalton Schultz going to Foxborough, take on the Patriots. Um, I, I think you just roll with Dawson Knox until you can't roll with Dawson Knox anymore. Uh, that's kind of my and we, good instinct. And we love Monday instinct. night. Yeah, and it's a, it's a Monday night. Tennessee actually does a fairly decent job of guarding the tight end position. New England does as well. For me, I'm going with the Monday night. I'm going with the hot hand. I mean, they're, bo- they're both hot. But for me, yeah. Dawson Knox is a top five play for this week. And I'm going with Dawson Knox. That's who I would go with. Yeah, me too. Now, while we're while we're on the on, on the subject, before we move on to the next question, I just want to get your opinion on something. When you're in a, a situation like this, would you ever consider flexing a tight end? Depends what my other options are. Depends what my other options are. Would it depend you on just, scoring as well? Depends. Oh, obviously, yes. And full PPR, I would probably. I'm going to be honest with you, it would be tough for me to flex two tight ends. You need to tell me some more options, but, you know, with how thin running backs are, yeah, I think, you know, there's definitely some tight ends that can outscore running backs the way it's like, if you have Miles Sanders as a possible flex, would I consider starting Dalton Schultz over somebody like Miles Sanders if I had the choice? I think yeah. that would be something I have to consider. What about like someone Damian like Harris is another one, Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick or Dalton Schultz? If you had to flex them, Dalton Schultz, a Dalton Schultz or a James Washington, Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz or Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett, yeah, Lockett, Lockett. No concerns about Lockett. You, you, there's concerns, but it's like you kind of need to get burned first to feel the concern. <laughs> if that makes sense, you kind of need to see it first. Well, we do have a question about Lockett, so that's good. Yeah. All right, so one, three, seven, twelve, are all gone. Let's go with number four. 
four. This is from Caleb. Jake, where's Caleb from? Caleb is from Arlington, Texas. Oh, what a place. What a great place. Home of champions of winners. Home of the defensive player of the year, Trayvon Diggs. Great guy. Love him. We're going to the Super Bowl. This is from Caleb. Caleb says, rank rest of season. Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, wow, Arlington, Texas, CeeDee Lamb, and Calvin Ridley in full point PPR. Oof. I'll repeat him again. Yep. Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, CeeDee Lamb, Calvin Ridley. For me, I, for me, this is very easy. I go D-Hop, number one. Number two, I go Cooper Cup. And it's close. Number three, I go Calvin Ridley. Number four, I go CeeDee Lamb. For me, it's Hopkins, Ridley, Cup, Lamb. The thing with Cup that I like is there's always that chance of that 30 or 40 point day. Yeah. No, that's true. That's that's the thing that separates it for me. In full PPR, absolutely, there's a chance of that. Ridley, I think, is still going to get his. I think better days are ahead for for Ridley. I, I would say, if anything, this is a great opportunity to buy low. I tried buying them. The owners have been the owners have been pretty savvy. Well, here's here's one that I, I, I have been I've been talking to a manager today about making a trade for Keenan Allen, and he also owns Calvin Ridley. And I, I just based on the conversation, I thought he'd be more open to doing a deal for Ridley, maybe more so than than for Keenan Allen. But the the, the offer that I had for Keenan was Keenan Allen and A.J. Dillon coming to me, and I'd be giving up Jalen Hurts and Allen Robinson. I think it's a no-brainer. I know I, I know the, the background of the, the story, but yeah, I think you do it. It helps your team. So at the end of the day, you, you need to help your team. You worry, now, about, you worry about the competition when the time comes. But now, if I were to take Allen out of the, that, that equation and put Ridley in, make it Ridley and Dillon for – um, Jalen Hurts and Allen Robinson. I still do the deal. You still would do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that might be something I have to offer up. Uh, okay. So that was Caleb. And we said he's from Arlington, Texas. Great place. All right. So one, three, four, seven, twelve are done, sir. Great. Let's go with number two. <sighs> number two. This is from Rich. Rich is from uh, Denver, Colorado. Because he's high for asking this question. He has to start two. Darrell Williams, Devontae Booker, Miles Gaskin, Javante Williams. Yeah, to me, it's the first two guys that you mentioned. I have some reservations though about Darrell Williams. I I, part of me thinks Jarek McKinnon's gonna be Part of me thinks Jarek McKinnon is going to be part of this offense because how many fucking times in the Kansas City backfield when someone gets hurt, it's everyone goes, this is the guy. I mean, remember LaShawn McCoy? It was like, pick up LaShawn McCoy. He's going to be the go-to guy. Pick him up. Or last year when Clyde got hurt, oh, it's Le'Veon Bell time. And there's always been two running backs that they use. Do you think this is uh, an opportunity where people could be chasing points at Miles Gaskin? The matchup's there. The matchup's there. You just don't want to be in, going crazy over the it's London just, game. The London game, and it's like, 
I mean, if Miles Gaskin doesn't score last week, well, what's the outlook looking like? Very safe in PPR, probably terrible in non-PPR. So, you know, with Daryl Williams, the opportunity because Kansas City's offense will definitely bounce back right against the Washington football team. Ideally, who can't stop anybody. Yeah, ideally. So there's going to be plenty of scoring opportunities, which means more. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm trying to explain it to a five-year-old right now, but you, you get the gist here. And as with Devontae Booker, who's taking carries away from Devontae Booker? You saw no when Barkley got hurt against Dallas that Booker was really the bell cow running back, which we love volume and fantasy. Yeah, that is the thing. That is, that so, is def- and Latavius Murray is just fucking droppable and useless. So don't even ask him and don't don't even ask him in any questions moving forward. For me, I'm actually I'm actually gonna go with Darrell Williams and Javante Williams. Mm. I understand if he goes Devontae Booker. I get it. But for me, they're going up against the Rams. That's just a matchup that I really don't want to go in touch. Versus you have Darrell Williams going against the Washington football team. You can run on them. Number one running back for Patrick Mahomes. And you have Javante Williams who's going up against the Raiders. Do I think Javante Williams' floor is as safe as Javante Booker's? No. Do I think his ceiling is greater? Yes, I do. Because for me personally, I think Javante Williams is the best running back that the Denver Broncos have to offer. And I think it's about time that the Denver Broncos just start moving away from Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but we said this so many. Remember last year we had this with J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram? Yeah. It yeah. never happened. We had this with Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. It didn't happen until December. Um, we also had this a little bit with Jonathan Taylor in the middle of the season last year where Naheem Hines was mm-hmm. looking like they're starting running back at one point. Then it changed. I just think it's a little early on, on Javante Williams. I think managers will start growing impatient with him as the season goes on, whereas Thanksgiving comes around and, you know, he's still putting up single digits, you know, eight to ten points a week. He becomes expendable to some fantasy managers, and that's when I think that the time to buy him will be, as opposed to kind of like that, not like a waste of space on your roster, but he's not that startable to me right now. He, he he's just not um, until unless something were to happen to Melvin Gordon, because then he is. But I don't think it's just a simple okay, we're not going to give you the ball anymore, Melvin, um, at this moment in time. Whereas in December, it's like okay, the writing's on the wall for Melvin Gordon. In Denver, it's time to see what Javante Williams can do heading into the offseason so we know how to address the running back position going forward. One, two, three, four, seven, twelve are all gone. Pick one. Let's go with number nine. Number nine. This is from Dave. Jake, where's Dave from? Dave is from Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Wow. We have some uh, some big-time listeners in Portland, Oregon. Shout out out Portland. All right, Dave asks. He needs to start two, so I'm assuming this is super flex, two quarterback. Sam Darnold, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz. He'd start two. Sam Darnold going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins going against the Carolina Panthers. And Carson Wentz going against the Houston Texans. Definitely start Carson Wentz. Wentz is definite for me. Kirk Cousins has just done nothing. And it's not a great matchup either. I, I guess I would go Darnold, but it it's uninspiring. Uh, for me, it's Wentz and Darnold. For me, yeah. it, is, it is Wentz and Darnold. 
yeah, have the mighty have fallen of Mr. Sam Darnold the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And I would even say, especially if Christian McCaffrey is back, which he's, is he's out looking like he's out. Well, look, he didn't practice. He's not officially out, but he's doubtful. Okay. So that, Hey, you know what? It could be even better for, for Darnold then. Cause, because he has the upside with the, with the rushing touchdowns. You never know. You never know. All right. So nine, Gone. Five, six, eight, ten, eleven are left. Let's go with eight. Eight. This is from Sean. Sean is from Chicago, Illinois, based on his question. Sean says, great the trade. Prepare yourself. Are you prepared? Yeah, let's hear it. Gives Devontae Adams. Wow. Okay. Keep <laughs> going. You can see the face, people. Gives Devontae Adams. Gets. Alvin Kamara. Kareem okay. Hunt. And Hollywood Brown. I love Devontae Adams, but. I think I do the deal. <laughs> I said it's an A. I said you yeah. did, Sean. You did really well. You did well. If you're going to give, listen, I'm a frequent Devontae Adams owner. Yeah, I I would do that if someone came to me and offered me two starting run, an, a, a true RB one and a true high end RB two, and Hollywood Brown, who's on a roll that looks like a, a wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone has a price in fantasy. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I do the deal. I, I, yeah. That's very good. That's very good because I, I could even say that you have two running backs right then and there. Granted, I don't know the, the, the what your rest of your team looks like, but at the very worst, you have two running backs that you can plug in as your RB1, RB2. If not, your RB2 and your flex. And then you have Hollywood Brown that could be one of your receivers who's been really good. Been very, yeah. very, very good. So I don't know what the other manager was thinking. Maybe he got nervous with Rashad Bateman potentially being ready to go for Sunday, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Very, very good, Sean. I, I, that's very good. All right. So we're at five, six, 10, 11, sir. Let's go with six. Six. This is from Drew. Drew is from. Pacific Palisades, California. Nice. Who says? This is a league dilemma question. Should a commissioner refund league fees during the season for owners that cave slash quit slash have to leave the league? Now. No, 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 no. Cave and quit is one thing. Have to leave the league is another. Like, what makes someone have to leave the league? Yeah, I mean, what were they like forced against their will to leave the league? Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, listen, I run a very strict all sales are final in my mm-hmm. fantasy leagues. You yep. quit, you don't look at it, no problem. We have your money, you can do what you want. That's it. Yeah, it's an investment that you, you just make. won't be invited next year. So, bingo. 
yeah, don't don't refund anybody. Nope, I agree. Do not do not refund anybody unless unless the situation is dire. But if the guy just said, "Okay, I quit," no, no, fuck that guy. Hang on, someone offered me another trade. Okay, let's see. It's probably comical. Kadarius Tony for Michael Carter and Henry Ruggs. Awful. Yeah. It's truly diabolical. Yeah. Like, no. No. They're trying to take advantage of the fact that you have a soft spot in your heart for Michael Carter. Yeah. And also, I, I, you know, I'm starting Jarek McKinnon this week (laughs) right now or Mark Ingram. (laughs) I might go Ingram, honestly, for the volume. I would go Ingram as well. Yikes. 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 Yeah. COVID and injuries. I mean, there's nothing else I could do about it. Damien. Damien, Damien, Damien. There are people that spent $50 a fab on him. Those poor people. Yeah. 5, 10, 11, sir. Let's go with 10. 10. This is from James. James. Great great Americans are named James. Yeah, yeah. So I hear. So I hear. Uh, Jake, where is this great American James from? He is from, let's go with Huntington, New York. Ah, what a place. What a, what place. a place. James, poor neighbors. James asks. He needs three. He needs three, and this is full point PPR. Stefan Diggs. Tyler Lockett. Chase Claypool. A.J. Brown. A.J. Green. Well, Diggs is yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. I think I go Diggs, Claypool, A.J. Brown, but... I don't love AJ Brown. I, I'm a little concerned about AJ Brown for the rest of the season. Just a I little. As, I am as well. I'm I'm pretty concerned about AJ Brown for the matchup Monday night going up against Davius White. That's a little bit of a concern. But I'm I'm even more concerned about Lockett not having Russ. Diggs and Claypool are absolutely two. And I'm going with AJ Brown. I'm I'm going with Brown. Yeah, you, you drafted the guy that early, just right. And we do love Monday night. And I'm, you know, yeah. we love Monday night. Love Monday night. I, I think there's a better I chance a of, of AJ Brown having a great game than Lockett, probably. I, I think a lot of points in that game, too, between mm-hmm. the Bills and the Titans. I, I yeah, think I do. That as well. will be a, a shootout, a home game for the Titans, too. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I like I think, it. I think, I think as much of that, there's some Monday night games you really don't want much of a part of. Mm hmm. This is a Monday night you want to get as much of a part of as as possible. Correct. Two good offenses. Um, you know, the, the Buffalo defense is nothing spectacular. I think it's been better in years past. I don't think it's anything overwhelming this year. They've been better. Mm-hmm. So, Tennessee should score points. And we know the Tennessee defense is pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah, when, and we'll – we're not done talking about Tennessee. I, I – that's just a little a little promise that I have in store. Yep. Uh, okay, so that is question 10 done. So we have five and we have 11 left. Let's go with 11. 11. This is from Brian. Brian is from... Um, we're going to go with... We're going to go with... Sicily. Sicily, Italy. Nice. Brian is an Irish immigrant. Yeah. <laughs> Irish immigrant. Brian says, do I drop 
Justin Fields for Tua Tungavailoa or Tyrod Taylor in Superflex. Justin Fields is my third quarterback. Give me Tua. Hmm. Give me Tua. I would say shop Fields and see what you can get for him. If you can get a Taylor Heineke for Fields, I think you can you can do that. I would take Trevor Lawrence over Fields too. Hundred percent. I don't know if the Trevor Lawrence manager would say yes to that though, but yeah, I would do it for Tua as well. And if you need a start, if you need a start, Tua could be a good a good start yeah. as well. But he says this is for this is for his QB three, so and I'm assuming he's got two better options. Nice super flex option will be Ryan Fitzpatrick, who may be coming back next week for the Washington football team. Yes, which, hallelujah. Yeah, that that'll be good for the Terry McLaurin owners. Yeah, and maybe 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 Antonio Gibson will will get going. I mean, he did score twice last week, so I was gonna say, yeah, the Antonio Gibson was again was against me too in three places. So. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. Oh, isn't that nice. lovely? Yeah, fuck Antonio Gibson. Uh, okay, five. This is from Thomas. Jake, where's Thomas from? Uh, let's see. Thomas is from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. They have a baseball team. Doesn't know what they're doing either. They, I mean, yeah. they're firing their manager. We're keeping ours. Yeah. When he deserves his job and ours doesn't. But Sad shit. The fuck do we know? Thomas says, what are, ah, ah, speaking of, speaking of as, is it Latavius Murray? No. As <laughs> two managers who may have this player. Two managers that are very excited for his return next week. What are realistic expectations for the return of Michael Thomas rest of season? And what would you give up to get him right now? Love this question. Realistic and I think top 25 is you take that. Absolutely. I think that's selling it very low. Ceiling, top 10. To mm-hmm. me, is a top 25 play is his floor because that team needs a number one receiver desperately, man. Desperately. Then he guys can catch the ball outside of Alvin Kamara. And even Marquez, he's not doing that. Marquez Callaway has been better lately, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that team needs Michael Thomas, man. And Michael Thomas, I think is going to have a big chip on his shoulder when he comes back. And I think uh, so too. I think realistically, yeah, he's a wide receiver too, with a lot of upside. It's good that Jameis Winston is there. Thank God Taysom Hill is not no longer in the picture because you have a guy now with Jameis Winston that you know is consistently going to be the guy. Jameis Winston now has unlimited job security. He went from a guy that maybe two weeks ago we were concerned was going to get benched to now the guy is – he has no competition because there's yep. no Taysom Hill. And, and he can throw the football over 15 yards, which Drew Brees never could do. Correct. We're going to see Michael Thomas downfield a whole hell of a lot, and that's going to be fantastic for Michael Thomas's fantasy value. So, yeah, let's go with the end. Let's go with the or, uh, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Names, I mean, names, names. Let's go with it. This uh, guy or Michael Thomas? Oh, oh. I like that game. The or game. Ah, uh, all right. So, rest of season. The rest of season, meter. You want me to do it or no? I, I got him. Michael Thomas right. or Adam Thielen. Rest of season. Michael Thomas. Give me Michael Thomas as well. I think that's one. Yeah. Okay. Michael yeah. Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas rest of season 
or Julio Jones. Michael Thomas. Yeah, Michael Thomas as well. Rest of season, Michael Thomas or Hollywood Brown. Michael Thomas. Give me Hollywood. Give me Hollywood. Give me Michael Thomas. I think I want to see Rashad Bateman. Fair. I want to Fair. see Rashad Bateman in the offense first. Michael Thomas or Antonio Brown. Rest of the season. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas for me as well. Michael Thomas. Rest of the season or AJ Brown. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas as well. Michael Thomas rest of the season or Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. That's easy. Ridley for me rest of the season. Uh, uh, one more here. I got a couple for you. Okay. Hit me. My turn. Yeah, go for Michael it. Michael Thomas or Amari Cooper? Ooh. Cooper. Cooper. Michael Thomas or C.D. Lamb? Lamb. Michael Thomas or Chris Godwin? Thomas. Michael Thomas or D.K. Metcalf? Wow. Asked me this last week. I was at Metcalf, not close. Metcalf, but real close. Real close. Now we're in the same neighborhood. We're in the same neighborhood. Around that ballpark. Yes. Interesting. Here, here's one. Here's one. I may, maybe this might be really simple. Maybe it may not. Michael Thomas or Debo Samuel? Oh, Thomas. Wow. Wow. I, I yeah, thought for sure close. if there was going to be a quick answer, it was going to be for Debo. No. No. Uh, listen, I'm I'm not there with Debo just yet. I'm I'm no. I mean, neither I, am I. I. I think I think Trey Lance hurts a lot of Debo's fantasy value too. I agree. And I we never did really Lance get to see it. it. We didn't get to see it either because it was saved with a rushing touchdown. So exactly. I want to see what he really looks like when the rushing numbers and the rushing touchdowns just aren't there. But, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think there's a real real question mark about Debo Samuel going forward. I think he's a fantastic sell high. I agree. I, I think, really by the way, one. just a little side note, we talked about this guy. I just wanted to get to him before we move on. If Julio Jones has a big week, sell him. That's what I'm planning to do. I have him in one place. He's got to go. I'm sick and tired of dealing with him. Yep. Oh, he he scores this week? He scores this week? He's gone. Because fucking last year, he fucked me everywhere. And then this year, I'm sitting there in the top of the fifth round. Like, oh, top of the fifth round. I got to take him, even though he fucked me last year. He has a big week, week two. I'm thinking, all right, you know, maybe this is a nice fit. No. Hamstring issue. What else is fucking new? Let's play this game. Would you trade Julio for? If you're the Julio from the perspective of the Julio Jones manager, would you trade Julio for Brandon Cooks? No. I actually own both on the same team. Oh god. Would you trade Julio for Kadarius Tony? <laughs> I own him on the same team too. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Would you trade Julio for Darius Tony? No. Would you trade Julio for T. Higgins? No. Would you trade Julio for? Let's just go back to the one that I think we've been talking about a ton, Adam Thielen. Yeah. Julio for Lockett. No. 
I say to sell him and I'm saying fucking no to everything, but it's more of like Julio and like somebody else for like a better receiver. Like a two for one. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get the Kittle owner because I'm fucking sick and tired of Darren Waller. I know Kittle's on IR, but I was thinking like something like, you know, Julio, Darren Waller for Justin Jefferson, Kittle type of thing. And I can start like a Tyler Conklin off of waivers every week. And I picked up Stan Arnold, who I think is a quality waiver pickup at the tight end position with Jacksonville. He's already getting a ton of targets. Yes. He's only been there for like a a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. He's very quickly, you know, getting a a huge uh, share in that offense. More like a Julio package you want to assign, not like a straight up type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a very, very good shout. A two for one, including Julio where you're getting something else. I think that that's, that's very fair. Okay. So you know what time it is. It is time for starts of the week. You know how we do it. We're going to go position by position and give the guys that we're going to be starting everywhere we possibly can. Um, obviously not giving the big names. So, of course, I would not be saying Josh Allen is the start of the week at the quarterback position when he is my number one ranked quarterback for the week. That would just be silly willy. Okay. Uh, start of the week for me at the quarterback position. I am going with Joe Burrow going up, going up to Detroit to take on the lions. Uh, Jake, your start of the week, sir. Start of the week for me for quarterback was interesting. I did like the matchup for Trevor Lawrence, but I don't like the history of the rookies heading to London. That was, that was a big turnoff for me. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's not good there. How about Teddy Bridgewater against the Las Vegas Raiders? Uh, yeah. I mean, after the week that the uh, that the Raiders have had, I mean, you really got to question whether or not they're going to be 100% ready for that game. Exactly. So, yeah, I think it's a very good one. I think it's a very, very good pick for anybody that's left in Survivor to uh, to go get the uh, the Broncos lock that in and hopefully uh, yeah I mean hell if you've the, the Broncos defense is available on waivers that could be a very good pickup as well as a nice little stream play uh, the running backs Jake your uh, your your choice sir start of the week start of the week for me at running back is kind of like a two part question because it's an obvious one I start James Robinson I think James Robinson is a monster day um, in London because Love it. the volumes back with James Robinson. And how about Khalil Herbert? Hmm. Yeah. We need to have a little bit of a conversation about Khalil Herbert. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the uh the questions were were submitted before we could even discuss Khalil Herbert. So I mean, let's 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 just do it. Damian Williams gonna be out for at least Sunday's game on the uh, COVID list. So it's gonna be Khalil Herbert and Ryan Nall sharing the work. For the Chicago Bears, and I mean, Jake, your thoughts on on, on Herbert? It's like he got 18 carries last week, and Williams played. The volume's there. Yep. It's not. It's not a great matchup. That's the only reservation that I have. But if you're looking for a volume flex play, I think he's your man. Khalil Herbert or Devontae Booker? Booker. Khalil Herbert or Miles Sanders? Herbert. Who was playing Thursday? Yeah. Playing Herbert. Herbert. Khalil Herbert or Chase Edmonds? 
tough. Herbert, but it's close. Khalil Herbert or Javante Williams? Herbert, that's easy. Wow. That's easy. You, because you, Melvin, he's still there. I mean, how? Khalil Herbert or Daryl Williams? Daryl. Khalil Herbert or my start of the week, Zach Moss? That was all. He was in consideration. I go Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach Moss. That that is my uh, my start of the week Monday night, going up against the Titans. I was actually pretty surprised that Buffalo decided against the Chiefs to be a bit more run heavy. I mean, even early on. They really looked to carve Kansas City apart just using the run game, which then led to the play-action game, more of the, the downfield opportunities. And for me, Zach Moss is the number one guy. You know, I got I got a trade offer today. You'll laugh at this one. Someone offered me Devin Singletary for Dawson Knox. Bro. Insulting. Like, insulting to my intelligence. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. Like, what, what, are, we, what are we doing here? Stupidity, absolute stupidity. Um, but yeah, Zach Moss for me is the start of the week there. And I would say if this was a Homer show, which this is not, uh, Stefan Diggs is an unbelievable start. Uh, I know I, I've said it time and time again, but this is the coming out party for Stefan Diggs. Hold on to him if you have him. And if you don't have him, try and go buy low on Stefan Diggs because this is the week. For Stephon Diggs. Uh, the receivers now. Start of the week. For the receivers. Um, I'm going to cheat here. And I'm just going to say the top two Steelers receivers. Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Yeah, he stole mine. Yeah, I was going to go Claypool. I said Tony last week for my start of the week, right? You did. Would I be allowed to use him again? Uh, you absolutely can. Dude, I, I really think this guy is going to be something spectacular. I don't think he's going to see a ton of Jalen Ramsey either because he Tony's a slot receiver. Yeah, and they've used Ramsey a lot as a safety, so it's possible Ramsey could drift towards him. But as far as actually man-marking Tony, I don't think it's going to happen. And, and Tony, like, dude, he just moves different, man. I, I'm, I'm, I really am a big fan of his. Yeah, I'm, sucks I'm a, he's on the fucking Giants, but. Well, how about how about all the Giants fans that were cursing at Dave Gettleman for taking Kadarius yeah. Tony, a wide receiver, and there we were saying, "Fantastic pick." Yeah, I I like Tony, man. I wish yeah, he was there. I, I did Jet. too. I mean, it sucks, but they got they got Vera Tucker, which who, who, he's been great this year. Don't get me wrong, but would have been nice to have a guy like that instead. We get fucking Elijah Moore in the second round, who's been brutal. Yeah, yeah, he well, could come around though. He could. Young, young. He's got time. He's got time. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jake, uh, start of the week for the tight ends. It's like we're, we're past the point with Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz, so you can't really cheat that way. How about Dan Arnold in the London game? I, it's a great one. It, it, it's a great one because I, I think he scores. He I think could. If, anybody's needing, if anybody's needing a replacement for, uh, for George Kittle, if they are – Need they need a replacement for Dallas Goddard, Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas? They're missing that. Um, if you maybe were on the Tyler Conklin wave and you're kind of done with that, then Arnold could be a, a great play. Could be a great play. Uh, for me, I'm gonna cheat a little bit because this is a big a big name. I think a lot of people are kind of down on him. I'm going with Noah Fant against the Las Vegas Raiders. And if people don't want me to go with Noah Fant. 
um, I will go ahead and I'll just go with the guy that basically uh, any tight end against the Cowboys, you're going to go ahead and start and they're probably going to score. So, or at least have a very, very productive fantasy day. So Hunter Henry for me would be the, uh, the backup uh, start of the week there. So the starts of the week for Jake, he is going with Teddy Bridgewater at QB, Khalil Herbert, Kadarius, Tony, and then Dan Arnold. For me, I am going with Joe Burrow, Zach Moss, the top two Steelers receivers in Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. I know cheated. Sorry. And then Noah Fant slash Hunter Henry. Um, I want to do something a little, a little fun before, before we buy low, sell high. What are we doing here? Sign off here. We'll do, we'll do a buy low, sell high next week for now. Okay. Jake. Some or game. What are we thinking here? Out of, we're going to do a little, a little over unders here. A little over unders, little some some stat calls for these games. I guess you can call Blame it like a bold, it. a bold prediction sort of thing. I don't know, what, yeah, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. Um, so let's start here with the. We'll start with the quarterbacks. Josh Allen over under three total touchdowns Monday night. Over. I wish I said three and a half. I think three and a half would be a little bit tougher. I'm going I think over. He gets at least, yeah, yeah, over one rushing, two, two passing at least, or three at passing, least. no rushing. I think at three least. total. Yes. If you would have said passing, I would have said maybe under, but oh, total, yeah, three. I know it's happening uh, Thursday night, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with it now, and then people can hear how dumb or how smart we are after the fact. Uh, Tom Brady will he pass for three hundred? plus yards and have four passing touchdowns tonight versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes or no? No. I'm going no. I'm going no. I think he has 303. I don't think he has 304. I don't but, know about four rush. Uh, I don't know about four passing touchdowns either. Yeah, the four, the four is a high number. The four is a very, think, very high number. I think number. Leonard Fournette's a nice play tonight, though. Yes, 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 I do. Uh, and people are going to hear how smart or how dumb we are when, uh, yeah. when this comes out Saturday morning. Um, Austin Eckler over under 125 scrimmage yards against the Baltimore Ravens over over under they they, they just they just got absolutely torched by Jonathan Taylor on Monday they did they did I'm gonna go under but slightly slightly I I still think he has 100 I don't think he has 125 I'm gonna go under yeah for Eckler um James Robinson over under one and a half touchdowns versus the Dolphins. Under, I think he gets one. I think he gets one as well. Gets one as well. Uh, Chuba Hubbard over under seventy rushing yards versus the Vikings. Under. Uh, I'm gonna go under just, just barely. I'm gonna go under. Joe Mixon over under a hundred and a half rushing yards versus the under. Detroit Lions. Under. Under big time. I think that's a trap game for anybody who has Joe Mixon. Uh, let's see here if I have anything else. Miles Gaskin over under 50 yards versus the Jaguars. Total yards. Rushing. Under. I'll go over barely. Barely. That's one that I just don't want. I don't want if, to touch. If you didn't sell Miles Gaskin after this week, I don't know what you're doing. I agree. I agree. It was just one you needed to just you needed to just dump him. 
need to get rid of that as much as possible. And you still have time. You still have time. You still have till Sunday. Um, yep. for the for the receivers here, Mike Williams over under a hundred receiving yards versus the Ravens. Under. Under for me as well. DeAndre Hopkins over under 85 yards versus the Browns. Over. Going over as well. DJ Moore over under six and a half receptions versus the Vikings. Under. I'm going to go under as well. I'm going I'm to go under as well. Same game. Justin Jefferson over under six and a half receptions. Interesting. Um, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over. Uh, Jamar Chase over under 90 receiving yards versus the Lions. Give me the over. Yeah, give me the over. Does he score? No. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he keeps it up. Uh, over under. 80 receiving yards for DK Metcalf against the Steelers. Under. Give me the over. Give me the over. Uh, Over, under, half a touchdown for Mike Evans tonight versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I say he scores. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I think, honestly, the big three are going to score tonight. You think all three do score? I think all three score tonight. Bold prediction. Okay. Okay. Um. Of the Cowboys receivers, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, who has the better receiving day. Give me CeeDee. Give me CeeDee as well. I think CeeDee's starting to become the number one receiver of the Cowboys before our eyes. I, I, he, he may. He may. I, I always be, told you it. Shout. That might be a good shout. Michael Pittman over under 65 receiving yards. versus. The Give Texans. me the over. I think Michael Pittman's becoming a star. I do as well. Michael Pittman. Very quickly is, is becoming a locked-in top 24 play. I have him right at 24 this week. You, you want to hear about a brutal dynasty trade involving Michael Pittman that oh, just please. happened this week? Oh, please. Cordell Patterson for Michael Pittman and Kenny Gainwell in a dynasty league. Oh, God. That's brutal. Brutal. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Oh, that manager. God bless. God bless. Oh, they're going to be kicking themselves in the next 15 years. Look at that one. That's that's bad. That's really bad. Uh, Dalton Schultz over under five and a half receptions versus the Patriots. Give me the give me give me the under slightly. Under, I say he has five, but I think he scores. I do as well. I, I do as well. Scores. I, think, I think the touchdown salvages the day. Uh, TJ Hawkinson over under five receptions versus the Bengals. Under, I under. I, I think, think this is a, uh, yeah. I think this is a get-right game for Hawkinson. I'm going to go over barely. I think he scores. Um, Mark Andrews, over under 41 fantasy points versus the Chargers. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fu- fuck off. Uh, Mark, Mark, seriously, Andrews. Mark, Mark Andrews, does he score versus the Chargers? Yeah. I think he does as well. I think, I think he does as well. Would it surprise you Mark Andrews finishes as the tight end one this year in fantasy football? Nope. Uh, tight end two. Tight end two. Tight end two. Kelsey will finish as one. Nope. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. I think I don't I don't think tight end one is as locked and loaded as it was. No, I think Kelsey will still finish as tight end one. Mm, I, I still know. think he does. He may. He may. He probably will, but I don't think it's as yeah. like as set. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Mike is Does he score versus the Jaguars? With Tua back, no. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. With Tua? 
No, with Tua. Tua and, with, with Tua and Gusecki, they've never been on the same page. However, I think it's a big day for Jalen Waddle. I think this is a good time to start Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I am. It's a great, a great opportunity to start Waddle. I, I do agree. I do agree. And how about we'll go with one more? We're going to go with the Logan Thomas replacement, Ricky Seals Jones versus the Kansas City Chiefs over under four and a half receptions. Under. I think he's useless until proven otherwise. I'm going to go with the over. I think he gets five. I think it's five, barely. I can't. I just can't bring myself to start. Maybe that was why I just wasn't that awake on Cordell Patterson. It's like well, it's so hard to start guys who have been useless in fantasy for the last what four years. Well, I'll tell you this: I am going up against Ricky Seals Jones in a spot this weekend. Oh, so he'll, he'll have ten catches and a hundred yards and a touchdown. Look at the uh, look at the co-own and look at my matchup. You'll see it. You'll be able to see it for yourself. It's come on, team has come alive for me. Yeah, Adam and I's Adam and I's squad is 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 pretty nice. And then uh, I know uh, Thursday night we will be recording and going through the week six preview. That episode will be up as soon as that's done, so you'll have that in your inboxes, and then you'll be able to hear what Adam and I are doing in the uh, in the call on. You'll get an update there. And then this will be out Saturday morning and then ready to go for football on Sunday. So thank you very much for listening to the mailbag. You know where to find us. If you want to submit questions, links are in the episode descriptions. Send them in. We will be doing another mailbag next week because we do these every single week. Jake and I, we love answering your questions. We love the discussion. And I do sincerely apologize for the state of my voice. It is fucking shocking. And hopefully next week we will go back to somewhat normal. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to The Mailbag, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.